Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello, I'm Jerry Jacobs Jr. And welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. <laughs> Where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. The Save My Catholic Marriage Minutes is for you if your marriage has very little or no emotional closeness, your wife has asked for a divorce or separation, your wife has left the home or you are separated, your wife is in the home but you're in separate bedrooms, your marriage is just plain boring or has no passion. You engage in the marital embrace less than weekly or severe less than once a month. You are divorced and didn't want it. In this 55th episode, I ask, what are the clues your wife wants a divorce? Plus, live calls answering your marriage questions. So please call now and get in that queue. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. So get in that queue. Give me a call, and we can see what we can do. Call 313-RADICAL, that's 313-723-4225, or you can call from your browser if you're in front of your computer at callinstudio.com forward slash radical one. Don't wait. Get in the queue now for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So let's hit the quote of the day because, you know, every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, we hit that quote of the day. So, quote, the most important thing a father can do for his children 
is to love their mother, end quote. Reverend Theodore M. Hesburgh, CSC, University of Notre Dame. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, so let's get into the Catholic Alpha Marriage Minute. We are at number 17. We are rolling right along. Um, I hope you guys are really getting some out of these uh, clues. My wife wants a divorce because they are clues. They will tell you your future if you do not ignore them. And today we're going to we have a good one. It's a little abstract, but if you listen, it'll really help. So uh, today, of course, starts the Catholic Alpha uh, 10-day Lenten Challenge where we are fasting. From now until next Wednesday. Oh man, I just thought of something this morning. I was uh I counted the days and I thought it was next Thursday, but it's it's next uh it's next Wednesday. <laughs> so I gained a day already. Woohoo! <laughs> so we are fasting for our wives, for Christ, for Lent. Um, and it's very important that we do something, uh, not just not eat chocolate. Uh, let's do something really that means something, something that really is painful that you have to go without for the next 10 days. It might not be fasting. It might be something else. You might not have sex for 10 days. You might not. Um, you might get up two or three hours earlier and, and or an hour early and pray. Um, you might just push yourself as a man during Lent, just like Christ did. Okay, that's kind of what we're really trying to get to with this. Um, do something that will push yourself as a man so that you can start conquering your flesh and that your mind starts to overcome that. All right. So let's move on with the behaviors of a troubled wife. What are the behaviors of a troubled wife and the clues that she gives you when she is planning on leaving or is unhappy? Uh, but a more important question is, do you know why she's unhappy? Do you know why she's planning on leaving? We have to begin to mirror our look in the mirror at ourselves and fix ourselves first so that our wives can see that we are becoming that de that different man. OK, uh, those of us who think our wife will never leave on a dream world. And if right now the answer to the question of are you and your wife as emotionally close as you could be? is no or I'm not sure you have entered the wife's exit strategy zone where your wife is considering or has considered what to do about the lack of emotional connection in your marriage. So just to go real quick, the wife's exit strategy is basically when the emotional closeness is leaving, is almost gone or gone in our marriage, our wife starts to want to leave too. And in order to get us, because we're not listening, um, she's already nagged us and we're not listening to what she's talking about. So she decides, well, if he's not going to listen, I'm going to start my plans on getting away. And that's what the wife's exit strategy is. Basically, they nag you first. Then they uh, they move to the, a different bedroom. They stop giving you sex. They get, they get another man, you know, uh, or they leave. The next stage is um, they're asked for legal separation or they ask for divorce. Um, and then if you if things don't get better, then what they'll do is they will um, 
they will file for divorce. And of course, there's no fault divorce in every state. So what does that mean? That means that <laughs> she will get it. <laughs> and which means also she'll take your 401k. She'll get the custody of your kids. Um, and and um, she'll you have to pay her alimony and lose a lot of pay her thousands thousands of dollars to her lawyers and stuff. And then some guys go, well, we're just going to do a divorce amicably where it doesn't cost anything. Well, you're right. You could do it that way. In 30 days, you can get a divorce in 30 days, but guess what? You still got to give her all that stuff. <laughs> you still got to give it to her. It doesn't, you know, your kids are still going to be miserable, you know? Um, and so that's kind of what the, the wife's exit strategy is. But then once they get the divorce, they, uh, in the eyes of God and as of the, the state, your marriage is over only, but in the eyes of God, your marriage is not over. So that is why Catholic, the Catholic church, Christ has set up, an annulment. So annulment means that your marriage was unlawful, which basically means before your marriage, your wife basically lied or you lied or you guys were on contraception or somebody was, you know, a, a lesbian or something like that. You know, something that's very critical to uh, being open to life and understand what marriage is about. That's what you're supposed to get a, a, an annulment for, things like that. But of course, today in our modernistic, liberalistic society, um, they give them out like candy, and a lot of my friends and a lot of Orthodox Catholics really hate it because it doesn't mean, make the, the couple stay together, and it hurts society. So that is kind of the wife's exit strategy. Just kind of look at where your marriage is right now. If you're in the nagging stage right now, you should be listening to everything your wife is saying because she's not playing with you, okay? So um, once that emotional closeness is gone, though, she will start telling herself, this is not what I signed up for. So women sign up for you. They sign up for your love. They don't sign up to wash dishes and take out trash and, and change diapers all the time. Okay. Um, then comes the question, can I be happier with him or without him? Your wife was taught to think, remember, man, she's a year or two ahead of you. So basically, if you're just now getting a clue that something's wrong, guess what? She's already been thinking about it for a year or two, sometimes longer. You know, um, or she's waiting for the kids to graduate from high school and then she's going to leave or whatever. Your job right now, though, is to nip all that in the bud, get everything fixed and right. Get yourself right. Make that woman know you love her. Get some passion and fire for her so that she realizes that what she's thinking about is stupid because she's not going to bring it up to you. You know, she's not going to bring it up to you uh, because she doesn't want to cause an argument because in any way you ain't been listening to her anyway. So that's her mindset. He's not listening anyway, so why should I even try and talk to him about it? Because he's just going to yell at me or get mad at me or start crying or all that kind of crazy mess. Okay? So, for this reason, the clues of this series are so valuable as they give you an idea of what is about to happen. If you are willing to see and act up on these clues, if you make the rookie mistake, and I do mean rookie mistake, and think she is being emotional or I'll take care of, it, take care of this later, you'll find that later, later never comes. And your wife and family will exit away from you and get away from you. When I say something's a rookie mistake, man, that just that really take that to heart. A rookie mistake means that even uh, uh, someone who is completely unexperienced will make that mistake and then not move to fix it. Okay, so if I say that uh, you are you're in, a, you're in a rookie mistake, that means in this you know in this kind of idea in this kind of section right here, what I'm talking about now. Um, if you don't listen to the clues and, and analyze your marriage and see what's going on, then that's a rookie mistake that many people make. And then they, they look up and then they don't understand why their wife doesn't want to make love to him anymore 
or even kiss them, for the matter of fact. Um, I know from experience that no one teaches men how to be men today. Um, like I said before, you know, today, boys, we just have no, there's no thirst for battle, man. There isn't. There is no thirst for battle. Um, we we don't want to get in the game and fight for nothing. Uh, only thing we want to fight for is, you know, the Dallas Cowboys and the Chicago Bears, uh, the New York Yankees and that kind of stuff. Um, we want to put on put on dress, uh, paint ourselves in blue for the Colts, and you know, paint our faces uh, purple and yellow for the Steelers. You know, we we'll do that kind of crazy stuff. But when it comes to really fighting for something that really means something in our lives, we've forgotten how to do it. You know, we don't want to get in the battle, get in the game, and and really, uh, you know, like I was saying last week, you know, for boys, there's really not nowhere left for boys to really prove. Have a, there's no really enough. There's no proven ground for boys to go out and prove that they're a man. Um, if right, they used to be football, right? You know, football, little league football. It was it was popular. Twenty years ago, man, you could go out to the football field in Indianapolis and it'd be kids all over the place. Now it's it, you know, mama's in, mama's in charge and they don't want their boys to get hurt. Oh, he's gonna break his leg or he's gonna hurt his neck or he's gonna so he might, but. That is a boy that let he has to learn how to battle. So when a when a boy learns how to battle, life becomes a lot easier. They know how to get in the game and get when they get older, if they break a wrist. Like my son Solomon. <laughs> boy, that boy's tough. Boy, that boy broke. What did he do? When we he was younger, I guess he's like nine or ten or some eight, nine or something like that. He was riding his bike, fell off the bike, and broke his wrist. All of a sudden, if my wife would have been like, oh, he can't ride a bike no more because he broke his wrist. Okay, what does that prove? That don't prove anything. Then as he grew up, he uh, he also uh, played football in his eighth grade year. Man, the boy the boy had like a touchdown for like, I mean, a, a pick six for like three three games straight. He <laughs> was kicking butt. All of a sudden he tears his, um he tears his, Achille, not Achilles, but his, uh, his uh, ligament in his knee. Tears it. And crucial ligament. We don't know that's what it will. It is. It collapses on him. He still goes out there for two more games and plays and gets interceptions and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, and so, but then, okay, so he gets that operation on, and the um, the uh, what is what was his name? Not the the doctor. So the doctor does this new ligament replacement for your knee, and he takes the ligament from my son, where they take the ligament from his thigh or something like that. I forgot, but anyway, it's, it was no, from his Achilles or something like that, or his shin. Or no, 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 no. I get it. I get it. Remember, he took the ligament from the replacement ligament, ligament for my son from his calf, from his uh from his calf, uh, one of his calves. Took it and put that into the knee, and then my son goes out in his ninth grade year and plays the whole ninth grade year, kicking butt, man. Because it's hard, you know, it's hard for folks to get on the field of Shatard because they have this, they have this, what do you call it? What they, it's kind of this um, thing where you know face a favoritism thing. So my son. He plays in ninth grade, his whole ninth grade year, or maybe it's his no, his whole sophomore year, his whole sophomore year, and the then the last game of the season, man, and his uh, his freshman year, he tears the Achilles, I mean, he tears his ligament again, 
and has to have another surgery. And then the doctor he had the surgery from this time said the other doctor should have never used that other type of ligament from his calf because that for on a young person, because, you know, they're still in sports and playing and stuff. He should have did that surgery on an older person, a person that's not that's not active anymore. And so my son rehabbed again, played his sophomore, junior, senior years with no problem. So that's what I mean about being tough. That's what I mean about being tough, man. We have to allow our boys to be tough and be to grow into men. And today, with women running families and women running the country, boys, I mean, like now, they are really trying to get rid of the NFL with the concussion thing, with anything, everything comes up pretty soon. You ain't gonna be able to play karate. You're not gonna be, there's not gonna be any, any any MMA tournaments. There's not gonna be any foot anything masculine. They people that is trying people are trying to get rid of it. They are. If you look around, you'll see. Okay. So we are gonna go into that's the first segment. So we're gonna go into clue number 17 of why your wants your wife wants a divorce after the break. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. What do you think? So are we doing it? Are we doing it a little bit? You learning a little bit? You, you thinking about, you know, how to how to keep your marriage from going south and how to make it great? Uh, you sharing the podcast to try to help other people. That's that's kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, we want to help others, not just keep it all to ourselves. You know, there are a thousand millions of podcasts out there and, and you know, that are full of fluff. But and there are a lot that that are help people. So the ones that are trying to help people, you help them help other people. There are many people these days that have they're in divorce or close to divorce. Uh, the husband's unhappy, the wife's unhappy, the kids are unhappy, and everybody's just going along to get along. Don't you hate it? Don't you hate it, fellas? Don't you just hate it? Um, you know, everybody acts like they're happy and they're really not. You know, and so what I want you to understand is there is help. There really is. You just have to find it and matter of fact, do the work. Okay. So right now, if your wife is, you know, has she has she left the home? Is she unhappy? You don't know how to make your wife laugh anymore. Um, you know, your wife has asked for a divorce. You know, anything, ask, ask me any question that you 
can do. And usually the questions should start out slow. Like if you talk, listen to me every day, ask the question, just how can I be my wife's best friend? Just how can I be a, her, be a better friend to her? How do I get the emotional connection back? How do I make it strong? Um, and, and that's when you, that's why, why you should be calling me. You should be calling me. Even if you've talked to me before, um, you need maintenance. Marriage maintenance is the way to do this, man. That's the way to do this. You know, you you solve problems before problems occur. You're not you're nipping the bud right now. So that being said, let's move on to <laughs> Save My Catholic Marriage Minute, baby. We are on number 17. What is going on, huh? Huh? Number 17. We did 16 already. Uh, we did five or six or seven. I forgot. We did five, six or seven of them last week. <laughs> and so now we're going to do it again. We're going to get number 17 going because I want you guys to know what is happening. And so the way we do that is I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to tell you the first 16. So because everybody always wants to know, Jerry, what is the other stuff, the ones before the one you're on today? So that's what I want to do. It's going to take a second or two. But, guys, listen to what I'm saying. And the way I've been saying this is listen to the ones that you are, that I'm going to read off. Really embrace them and really think about is this happening to me? Now, look, if you only got one, like say I read like 17. Now, remember now, this is only the first half. And after 17, we still got like, 13 or 14 to go, maybe more if I think it's the more. But look, you have to look. If you only got one of these or something going on, okay, it might not be that bad, okay? But once you start getting two or more, you got problems. You got problems, okay? Do not put stuff off and get this soft. So first, the first, the last 16 we've done, number one of the reasons your wife wants a divorce. Number one, does she seem distant? Number two, is she spending more time with single friends? Number three, does she seem uninterested in the marital embrace? Number four, is she still as supportive as she used to be? Number five, is she still as loving as she used to be? Number six, does she go out to clubs and events without you? Number seven, does she take longer to answer your texts or phone messages? Number eight, has her conversation with you become very short and to the point? Number nine, has the bickering increased? Number 10, has the arguing increased? Number 11, has she started putting the kids above you? Number 12, has she started putting her friends and siblings above you? Number 13, have you stopped going to mass and entering the spiritual battle daily? Number 14, does she seem unusually depressed or unhappy? Number 15, you make love less than once per week. Number 16, do you make love less than once per month, which means you are in a sexless marriage. So what is the number 17 clue that your wife wants a divorce? Drum roll, please. Yeah, I like that drum roll better than my mouth drum roll. <laughs> so the number 17 reason that your wife wants a divorce is, has she lost weight for no apparent reason? Ooh, ooh. Now think about that one. Think about it deep, fellas. 
This may not seem that important, but when you, when considered by itself, but when you couple that with one or two of the other clues, it suddenly becomes very, very huge, doesn't it? This goes directly back to you being distracted and not noticing the small and intimate things your wife does. This goes also, you have to understand, is your wife unhappy? Is she depressed, but now is more excited and perky? That coupled with losing weight could mean she is thrilled about something. And if you are honest with yourself and analyze your marriage over the past few years, few weeks, few months, her losing weight could mean an emotional affair, for example. So let's talk about that real quick. So what are, there are two types of affairs. The first type of affair is an emotional affair. So the emotional affair is your wife has decided that my marriage is not what it it could be, or I'm I'm not that happy in my marriage, and and she doesn't really mean to do it. She doesn't go out searching for it, but unknowingly she allows another man to fancy her, and so what happens? This is you know they start talking more, they start texting more, they start if they're at work they start getting closer together and doing more projects together. This is why in a lot of you know, modernist type of thinking people or liberal type of people, they're going to say what I'm getting ready to say is bull, but it's the truth. Women working with men is the catastrophe. <laughs> women working with men and men working with women is a catastrophe. Look, here's why I'm going to say this. I used to work at the post office. Okay. I worked at the post office for two, three or four years. I forget how long it was, but look, in that environment, it was a lot of men and a lot of women. And in the post office, you you know, you get mail. And I was in the priority department, so we got the these prior, the priority mail. And you take the mail, and you take the mail, you throw it, and you toss it into these big boxes. And alongside you, you could be on a belt, or you could be in an in, in area where you're all together. If you're on a belt, basically you got people standing next to you on both sides of the belt. And if you eat in a area, that means that you are throwing the mail and everybody's all close together and touching elbows and everything and, and touching and rubbing legs and all. You're just all together. And uh, when I first met my wife, when me and my wife started dating, my second wife, we started dating, right? She didn't like me work at the post office. She never really said it, but she really never did because she worked at the post office, too, as a temporary person. And she knows the deal, you know. You know, people, you know, these ladies, the women, they they crack on you and stuff as a man. You know, as a man, you crack on them. That's what we used to say in the old old school. For you guys don't know what crack on me means. <laughs> crack means, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to get with the person, trying to talk to them and get, and get them interested in you and stuff. So, you know, so that's what happened at the post office, man. And and, and you, it, it, it a lot of sex going on between people and stuff. People be, you know, especially on the on the shift I worked, worked I was working like ten thirty in the night to like seven in the morning, and people would, man, they hook up after after work and stuff, you know, or take their lunch break and go out in the car and stuff. Man, I'm telling you, men and women working together is a catastrophe. And people might say, well, they got to be stronger. Let's be real. Be stronger. Be real, dude. You with a woman and she's attractive every day. And when women and when women come to work at the post office, they come smelling good and looking good. 
<laughs> so your guys are throwing mail together and you brushing up against each other and you smiling and talking. And you know what? Throwing the post office is really easy throwing mail. So what do you do? You have these great conversations all night. And so that's what starts to happen. People become great friends. They start, to, which is with, which in order to get with the woman, that's what you got to be first. You got to be her friend first. Then guess what? That emotional connection's there. Then that makes it easier for you for you to get back together. That's why one of the greatest things about you trying to get back with your wife is be her friend again and try to make that emotional connection. And so that's the big thing, fellas. So that's why I say it's a catastrophe. What about all the people working in these uh, these lawyers' offices and doctors' offices and you know and and these and the, all these um these uh what do you call them everywhere where there's offices people are always talking interacting and that's how a lot of affairs start this is why as a man you cannot be blind you have to open up your eyes and look at what's going on all the time you can't just be like oh well my wife would never do me like that or i would never do my wife like that you look up and you're and you're having an emotional affair with a person you don't mean to do it, but it's there's a, there's a bond that has starts to happen. Now that's the first thing, emotional affair, and that's what most women do. Emotional affair is what most women do. Okay, the next affair is the physical affair, right? Where there's actual penetration with each other. You actually have physical intimate contact in the bedroom with each other or whatever. Um, that is that is that's a bad one. That's what most men do, um, and it's it's bad. Um, and so this is why you have to understand where your wife is at. You cannot allow her to 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 unknowingly, while your head's in the sand, just keep going to work 8, 10, 12 hours a day and not trying to make a connection with her every single day. Because if the marriage is not going the way it's, where she thinks it should be, then what will happen is she will unknowingly allow other men to get close. And you don't want that, man. You don't want to be fighting that every week. Okay? So... That's the two types of uh, types of affair. Um, one of the concepts. So one of the concepts that I push very aggressively in the Catholic Alpha Marriage Program is the need for husbands to raise their radar daily concerning their wives. OK, so what does that mean? That means that you should not um, you should always know what's going on with your wife. And so I'm going to explain to that because I never listen when when we when we work together or on this podcast, I just don't make blatant statements. Right. Well, you know, your wife wants a divorce. OK, well, that's easy to say. And that's easy. To, that's a nice, that's a nice little thing to drag you in. But why does your wife want a divorce? Right. And then when I tell you these clues, why? How do you fix that? You see what I'm saying? So that's how you know if, if if that's how you go. If you're talking to somebody and they that's what's throughout today's society on social media uh, and all these kind of things. I've read books before like this. They'll state all the problems like the newscast and, you know, they'll state all the problems, but nobody can tell you how to fix them. Now, what good is that? <laughs> right. So anyway, let's move on because that, that's a good point too. So anyway, in the in my program, that's what I do. I, I I I when I say radar, I mean you as a husband must be you and as a husband, you must be in tune with your wife each and every day, not just to see if something is wrong with her, but also to to search for opportunities to serve her as well, and do the small things that actually show her you love her deeply, which is your wife's dream. If you think about it, 
That's what your wife wants. She just wants somebody to love her and to be into her and be connected with her. That's what she married you for. And I'm not trying to get on you, man. I'm just trying to get you to understand that you can save this and do this if you start trying to get things back in order. Um, this is why if your marriage is a mediocre marriage right now, you're just kind of going along to get along, you feel like roommates and stuff, it's not too far gone, you know, get help, right? Get help. If you're in a situation where it's, 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 it's a lot worse than that, where she has actually said you guys are arguing all the time, you're, you're fighting all the time, you're frustrated with each other, you can't have civil conversations, she ignores you, you ignore her, um, you're on the verge of divorce, she's mentioned divorce, you've mentioned divorce, um, you, you need help now. You, you really do. You cannot avoid this any longer. So, but... One of the ways that can help you to get back in her favor is to start noticing her. Get your radar up on your wife. Okay, so when we do when I talk about radar, here's some things that I kind of mean. So basically, is your wife moving differently than, than normal? So every day you're looking at your wife and you're analyzing what's going on. Why? So that you know what's going when the problem, there's a problem before she knows the problem, or when when or kind of like or that you know there's a problem at the same time. So that's the first, that's one of the first things. Is your wife moving differently than normal? Does she look wore down and tired? Does she seem really sick or not feeling well that day? Is she limping? Does she seem to be avoiding you and or the kids? Is she not smiling or laughing as she usually does? Has she not been quite herself for two or more days? That's a big one. Guys see that something's wrong with their wife. She's not been herself for two or three or four or five days, and they don't say nothing. That is just some selfish stuff, I would say. It's selfish, okay? You didn't marry her for that, okay? You didn't. So next, has she not been quite herself for two or more days? Or oh, the next one, does she seem down or that something is bothering her? Is she unusually quiet? Is she wearing her hair differently? Did she buy a new purse, a new shoes, or a new blouse? Is she more happy? I mean, is she more snappy or, irrit or irritable at you or the kids or both? These are just a few things that should be on your radar every day. And I'm telling you, man, once you start doing this all the time, it becomes normal. It be you've built a habit, and your your instincts as a man and as a as a husband just kick in. And you and you can look at her in 30 seconds. No. You can look at her at five seconds and know if everything is okay. That is what a real husband is. That is what a real man is. I pay attention to what's going on in my environment, which is especially my home. Okay? I don't let things fester. Look, like I said, just like I just said, this may sound like a lot, but it is nothing compared to the alternative of her considering if your love is genuine or not. The real point here is, will you solve problems now or wait until they are unsolvable? This is what neglectful, lazy, boring, and inattentive husbands do. And if your wife has lost weight and you noticed, did you tell her how good she looks? Okay, open your eyes, gentlemen. Open your eyes. The woman of your dreams is standing right before you. All you have to do is bring out the passion and fire in her. Bam.
Let's talk about your Catholic marriage problems. Weekdays, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on the Catholic Alpha Radical Facebook page and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, all right. Thank y'all for hanging out with me today, and I hope we accomplish something together. Um, let's um, let's talk about the ten the ten day Catholic Alpha Challenge again, real quick. Uh, this is probably the last day I talk about it. Um, this is the first day, so I kind of want guys to come in and try to join me in the last in this first day. Um, <laughs> this morning, I did that dirt. Uh, uh, what is it called? The salt flush. The salt, the sea salt flush, because you got to do the sea salt flush every day uh, before you start doing the, the master cleanse, the eliminating stuff. And man, uh, I drank the whole quart. And so you, what is what? So what you do is you put like two level teaspoons of salt, sea salt, into pure fat water, um, and then you shake it up so it dissolves. And then you, it's a quart of water, and you drink that whole quart of water at the same time. You cannot like not you can't like drink it a little bit and then drink it a little bit more you have to drink it all at the same time and the reason you do the salt for, uh, water flush is because it helps the toxins it helps the body get started um 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 taking the toxins out of your body okay and so i drunk the whole thing and i was like oh man this is kind of nasty <laughs> but it's not the first time i've done this so I was ready for it. Other than that, um, I hope you guys uh, will be with me again tomorrow. We're going to go ahead and shut this down. Let me check one more thing real quick just to make sure. Nope, we're good to go. So in conclusion, remember, oh, I'm going to say this one more thing. Uh, remember that I'm here every day uh, from at starting at 10 a.m. Eastern to answer your calls about marriage questions and to help you build a great, loving and passionate marriage uh, and so that that will fall down to your kids um, because that is very important. So with that being said, we are going to go ahead and conclude for the day. And in conclusion, as we always do, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI. Society offers you comfort. 
but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast. Pray and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.